0: For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Brisco, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcasts and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOCNation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOCNation.
1: This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Rock and Roll Union and North Step Productions, in conjunction with Blu ray Atlantic City, proudly present Jersey Shore Jam 2. May 15th. Featuring As you Comes Ghost. And Rat Rod. It's been a long, cold winter, and now it's time to rock. Also appearing, the Rock and Roll Union House Band, Shades of Grey, playing all of your favorites from the 60s to now. All COVID regulations will be in place. Tickets are available at eventbrite.com and are extremely limited, so get them before they run out. Doors open at 6 and showtime is at 7. Rat Rod, as we become ghosts and Shades of Grey. Jersey Shore Jam 2, May 15th at Boo Ray, 201 South New York Avenue, Atlantic City. Did I mention there's free parking? Don't miss it.
4: and subscribe to the greatest wrestling podcast network in the world. Listen to HIAC Wrestling Podcasts today.
5: VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer, the Maestro,
6: Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square.
7: The
0: worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.
8: Hey, this is Booker T,
9: WCW, five times, Champion and WWE Hall of Famer, and you're listening to In the Room. Now, can you dig that sucker?
10: Welcome back. (laughs) It's in the room on the VOC Nation Radio Network. At VOCNation.com, uh, Brady Hicks here and I couldn't be happier to be back with
11: all you guys.
10: We're gonna have a great time tonight. We're gonna, gonna talk some wrestling. We're gonna make fun of some stuff, make some jokes, maybe, uh, interact with a caller or two. By the way, 914-338-1885 is the number to catch to, uh, to call
12: in tonight to, uh,
10: to interact with all of us. I'm Brady Hicks. Uh, we've got, as always, the lovely Kathy Fitz. What's going on? Kathy, how are you doing tonight?
12: I'm doing okay, Brady. How are you tonight?
10: I'm doing very well, thank you. I'm, I'm doing uh, splendid. Absolutely splendid. Couldn't, couldn't be better. Couldn't be better. I'm in denial. Uh, what's going on? Show Tro- Maestro, everybody. Former WCW star. What's going on, man? How are you doing?
13: I just I got there, had a great workout. I had uh, uh, some dinner, some stuffed peppers, and uh, I'm feeling good. Nice, great to be with you guys.
12: Nice.
10: I had a uh, bacon burger, and I haven't had a burger in forever. And uh, wow. I'm not feeling so great because I, I usually eat chicken. So uh, oh, okay, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> but, uh, and and once again we have uh, Ray Bogus joining
4: us, our our friend, my friend, yours. What's going on, Ray? What's the word on the street? Dinner here was pork chop, mashed potato with bell peppers and green beans.
12: That's so a good balanced dinner. yeah is. Yeah, is.
4: I had. I, mean, I, I had my first burgers in a while over the weekend. At okay. Waiting for a long, long <laughs> time. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. Like we went out to eat.
10: I mean, and it was a pub, you know. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna do a burger. I haven't had a burger in
4: forever. What did you have for dinner, Cassie? Uh, what did I have for dinner? A turkey sandwich
12: and wawa.
10: <laughs> okay. There you go, nice and easy on the way home, hot and fresh, right? Oh no, it's wawa. Yeah. So it's not hot and fresh.
13: <laughs> <laughs> wawa. it's there anyway. Yeah. yeah. Got the, they got the best iced coffee. Oh, my God. Wow, that is
10: good. Yeah, yeah. They have some good stuff. They do. Um, I, I, I thought it was interesting, actually. They started serving burgers and fries, which uh, to me seems totally out of their element.
13: The
10: I mean, I hear they're okay. I
13: don't know.
4: It's
13: like Burger King serving tacos.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and, am I the only person that doesn't really like fries? Yes.
10: Yeah. I, I, I can't imagine that. That's a foreign concept to me. Uh, so anyway, 914-338-1885. Uh, there is a lot I want to talk about tonight, uh, you know, kind of topics we're going to sprinkle in throughout the show. Uh, one thing that really kind of um, jumped out at me, I, I saw Sin Cara did an interview, and it's been forever since. And I'm talking like the original Sin Cara, you know, the <laughs> Mystico, as you might remember. Uh, so, Mystico did an interview, and he talked about WWE, and he, he talked about how hard it was to get along there. He talked about how no one really showed any faith in him. He never got to do anything, and he never really got to challenge for uh, any titles. And uh, I, I don't know. I found it interesting, and I understand it's, like, very common to, like, kind of kind of come at the company with complaints like that. But you're talking about a guy that they brought in to be, like, a, a bilingual star, uh, he never really bothered to learn English. I know that sounds horrible. Uh, just learn English, right? But, uh, you know, he just, I don't know. It's just he never struck me as a guy that cared. So if he didn't care, why would they care? They were looking for a Latin star. I mean, Alberto Del Rio did pretty well when he was there. It, just, it, it struck me as an odd comment, you know, um, from a guy that kind of had a reputation for being really lazy when he was there.
4: Well, it's, it is an odd comment, and it's an odd comment for so many different reasons. It's not just that he, he struck you as someone who, you know, wasn't really about to put in the work or wasn't particularly motivated to sort of be that star that they wanted to be. He was actively bad. Right. But he was, he was actively putting – Putting stars in danger now i I will give him this. I am sure that I am sure that competition backstage is fairly cutthroat that would i, I don't ever have to have been there for any amount of time
12: mm-hmm.
4: to be able to tell you that that it is cut, because it is cutthroat in far less meaningful jobs for far smaller base guys but I mean, to me, to me, and this this would be something more that Stroh could answer. This that seems very that seems very unaware of your own abilities. I mean, he had to know that he was actively putting wrestlers at risk, right? I I, I mean, I guess
13: I I I didn't know so much about that. <laughs> Sorry, Stroh, go ahead no no uh, wow uh in 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 that type of environment uh i mean you have to learn to adapt with uh what's around you and the talent around you and and do what's best for not only yourself but the the company as a whole so i mean it's 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 a it's a a situation where you have to adapt and adjust and uh uh do your best to uh perform at your top level, you know, and, and, and to have that camaraderie, you know, with the talent.
10: Is there a is there a brass ring like they talk about? Does that exist?
13: Yeah, I mean you you can uh it is to an extent. I mean you there is uh you know if you work hard and uh you, you get along with everyone and uh you know you know, try to make an impact uh, without. I mean, you, you 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 can ask for advice, which uh, they they appreciate,
12: mm-hmm.
13: and uh, you know, and show them that you want to be better. You know, without coming off being a jerk or anything. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that that seems to go a long way. So I mean, I think what uh, the problem is, I think some tend to kind of go about it the wrong ways with management.
12: Mm-hmm.
13: And mm-hmm. that's where the heat comes in, but uh, I mean, but you you can show them that you you wanted bad enough by your for working hard on your performances and coming to them for advice and everything because um, they pre- they uh, that's a sign of respect. So it's a respect thing. So
12: okay.
10: I mean, that route's
13: always been the better route to go.
10: Uh, what, one other interesting thing, uh, at least from my perspective, I uh, I um you know you you hear about. In the WCW days, for example, um, that company was kind of structured around divisions. And correct me if I'm wrong about any of this, this is just kind of what I've read and how I perceive, but obviously I wasn't there. Um, But like, you know, you have your heavyweights, you have your cruiserweights, you have your tag teams, blah, blah, blah. And like, there's not really a whole lot of interplay. Whereas like during the raw attitude era, you might have Al Snow fight Stone Cold one night, you know, you never knew who was going to mix with who, but... In WCW, it always kind of felt like the divisions, the cruiserweights kind of stayed with the cruiserweight, at least during the height of Nitro and stuff like that. Uh, Is that fair to say? And is that kind of what happened with Sinclair, do you think, that he got, like, kind of bunched in with a group and never really got the opportunity to expand? That's kind of how I perceived it.
13: That very well could be the situation. I I know, like, when WCW was around, uh, a lot of the chaos was with – but there were too many bosses – you just didn't know That's who nice. to please and who to go to. And uh, what worked for me was, uh, you know, fish office guy I always went to if I had an issue or had something that I can try to work things out. But uh, then when you started changing bosses all the time, it was just really hard for a lot of us. And with with WWE, they were rocking back then because Vince was the go-to guy. You know, you had a committee of people pitching ideas, but Vince was the guy to say yes or no to the idea. Yeah. And you pretty much knew where you stood with Vince.
10: Or or in AEW. I mean, like, you know, Chris Jericho feels like Vince, you know? I guess you go to Chris Jericho if you have a problem in AEW. I don't know.
13: Yeah, uh, he's, he's, he's the guy.
10: <laughs> he's right. He definitely is a he definitely is a a very knowledgeable guy, so I can understand that, right? Well,
4: yeah, yeah. I mean, who would want to, who wouldn't want to go to Chris Jericho <laughs> in a circle for assistance? I mean, that that's just Mike Tyson. Screams. I know he did. It's just, that, that's true. That's, that, that's a different thing. <laughs> it, it just screams. It just screams positive reinforcement and relationship building in a mature and productive way. Yeah, I don't it's, it's been hard. to think it kind of eats at me because look, there are. cer Sorry, that was late. He <laughs> <You> said, "Screams."
10: <laughs>
12: ah!
4: There are. <laughs> I wonder. I was like, wait a second. Where, why? Why is the she dropping down? Ah! <laughs> um,
13: well, that was a pop. That <laughs> was a pop. That was.
4: It's the dashing pop.
13: Um, <laughs> yeah, Soda worked.
4: pop. Hey. Um, this kind of thing kind of eats at me because it. He just is not someone who that you looked at and you saw them come out and you went, man, how did they not get behind this guy? Um, you know, he, Brady, you're right. They brought him in to be a bilingual star. Right. And you can't – look, it's hard – It is hard to point to your job that you did and say this is a success. When you were specifically brought in to be a bilingual star and you turned out to be a monolingual star, which is that is that is only fifty percent of the linguals that you were brought in for. Fifty one would get you passing, right?
10: Or is it sixty one?
12: I wouldn't surprise that one. Sixty. Um okay.
4: <laughs> the other thing too is, I mean, and, and actually, I we were doing the show together at the time. I, I hadn't, I hadn't gone away for a little while yet. So, it, it, was, it was the weekly Sin color that we would get on and talk about. <laughs> you know, this isn't this isn't. Someone who can look and say, man, I really got politics out of it. That might have <laughs> been part of it. I'm not back there. I don't know. But I how about you weren't particularly good at what they hired you to do? That also might be why they didn't get behind you.
10: <laughs> you know my favorite Sin Cara moment of all time, Stro, Uh He had to do a run-in. He was making the save on somebody. I don't know if you guys uh, remember this. It was on Raw. And they actually – I guess it was before the commercial break someone was getting beaten down, right? So for the actual commercial break, they actually come running out with the trampoline and place it down so that he can make his run-in using the trampoline entrance. Oh, my. Like, this guy's getting beaten
5: up all through commercial. They
10: come bring out the trampoline, and then once the cameras go on, this guy comes out to save the day.
12: (laughs) I loved it.
4: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Unreal. Uh, I'm trying to. Remember, I remember that now, I'm just trying to remember who was getting saved. <laughs>
10: I don't know. Probably, um, maybe Rey Mysterio wasn't like they 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 brief they briefly teamed, didn't they? Because he was going to pass the torch. Uh,
7: yes,
13: it, uh, burns and I often wondered why couldn't he brought his own trampoline to his own entrance. You know what I mean? It was, I don't know.
10: Would have been, been easy. I don't know. Like, right. I always felt like the first thing you do if you want to make him the next Rey Mysterio is you have him start out by teaming with him and then turn on him. And then imagine the ladder matches and the friggin' like, the, the gymnastics matches that they would have had with each other. It would have been absolutely amazing. They would have been jumping off everything. And <laughs> yeah. at the end of it, if you did it right, Sin Cara would have been a star by the time Rey left. They, like, barely even had them touch.
1: It, it you was know? like the Blues Brothers in church.
10: Yeah, It'll be
13: bouncing all over. Yeah, it'd be great.
10: Be like it'd be like, uh, <laughs> yeah, parking the car, but swinging in. Yeah, I,
12: <laughs> I, um,
10: <laughs> it'd be like if Bruce said to me, "We want to make King David Lane a star, and you're going to help Brady." And I said, "All right." And he proceeded to do his show on Mondays, and then I follow it up on Tuesday. Don't really help King David Lane become a star without me there, does it?
4: Hmm. I gotta get the crickets. Hold on. That does. That had
10: that, that had that didn't have the design. I'm sorry, David. I'm just playing around.
4: Uh he's Hey, he is America's most beloved shirtless comedian. <laughs> uh,
13: oh man.
4: His
10: commercial, man. I'll tell you, it sounds like he is being held hostage. And he's a comedian. He is. He's a comedian, so he's funny, and he is legitimately funny. Like we've had him on the roast and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but. but his commercial for VOC Nation sounds like he's been kidnapped by Al-Qaeda and forced to read a script talking <laughs> about his show. Oh, man. It's awful. Sorry, David. I love you. I'm just playing. Kathy, I'm not going too far, am I?
6: Never, Brady. I never. can hear it now.
10: <laughs> never. I I can hear it now. <laughs> Bang bang! <laughs>
4: <laughs> bang bang indeed. Yeah, so uh.
10: yeah, so anyway, they they mishandled it, but I definitely blame Sinkar. I mean, there's so much that guy could have done, and he was and, a star. And, and just yeah, I and mean, that's just it.
4: Like like they they asked, him, they really didn't ask him to do all that much. Mm-mm. I don't think I don't think any wrestler has ever in the history of wrestling been more positioned to be a star by doing fewer wrestling things than Sin Cara. And he couldn't do it. And if you remember, they had like a huge, like they did like the press
10: conference. They did like media week all week, like talking about him and stuff. They put out press releases. It was all this stuff. Stro, it's like I understand the massive task that it is to be the next Rey Mysterio. I totally get that. And he didn't even have to be Rey Mysterio. Um, but I feel like he didn't even come close. Do you think there's ever going to be another Ray Mysterio type?
13: Uh, uh, not for a while. Yeah. Uh, race, like so one of a kind.
10: I agree.
11: Totally agree. Yeah. So anyway, I'm curious what
10: you guys think as well. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. There's definitely other topics that I want to, and, uh, that was just the tip of the iceberg for me. Um, I, I also wanted to have, and I Ray, really, I know you have your own topics as well. Uh, but I also wanted to throw out there while I'm kind of on a row with on a roll with the dinner theater right now. You know, I'm kind of got the anyway. Uh, I, Batista did an interview this week, and he said that his retirement's going to stick. And I'm thinking like, good for him. Like, I, I'm going to miss Batista. I, I always liked him and stuff. Um, Do you think it's really possible for a wrestler to ever say that they're retired and done and actually know with 100% certainty that they're done? Because I feel like if the right amount of money comes along, Batista is going to do a match. That's just me. But that's how I feel.
4: I don't think that you can ever in – in an industry like that, I don't think you can necessarily ever say say you're you're one hundred percent done because you're right. The right situation, the right money comes along. There's no reason for him not to do it, even if he's older. You know, there are ways to work the match to protect things that need to be protected, to take care of maybe things that he slowed down a little bit on. This isn't. Wrestling is physical, but it's not being an auto mechanic. Like, you can you can hide things. You can do that as an auto mechanic, too. But you're not supposed to.
13: <laughs> no, you're <Yes>. not. <laughs> not a good <laughs> auto mechanic. <laughs> if he retires his tracks, that'd be great. I,
10: the know. Galaxy. I know.
4: I <laughs> know. He
10: really that should do off. that just once, even.
4: That would That would be good. Which Rude in this corner? I don't know that you can necessarily say that it's it's over, over. I mean, if, I, if I'm if in Batista's shoes, I'm not saying that I'm retired never again. I'm saying I'm on sabbatical until I see something I like. Right. Because really, that's what it is. I mean, I suppose there hits an age because, like, all right, like, like you know, if you have somebody in their 50s, you know, you can still make a match. We've seen good matches with guys in their 50s where you just, you know, you pace the match appropriately. You, you pick your spots judiciously, and, and it can be interesting. You know, I guess, like, in your 70s, you're, you're probably saying, all right, I, I've hung it up for good. I suppose, like, I suppose there would be an age thing... Or eventually you age out, but I,
3: yeah. I I feel like if Jerry Lawler didn't have the heart attack,
4: then he and Rick Flair
10: would probably still occasionally wrestle and roll. Yeah. That's just my gut. I mean Rick even did it in uh in TNA for a little bit. Um I'm trying to think of like somebody who said they were retired and just walked away and they were done. Um and I can't for the life of me think of anybody that like I, aside from injuries, I mean, that chose to walk away. Shawn Michaels
3: is one, but then he came back in Saudi Arabia. I I can't think of one.
4: Okay, help me out here. This is, this is going to be <laughs> really out of left field, but this one I, I don't know if he's ever actually said he's retired. That Billy Graham. Well due to medical, threat. Right? Yeah,
10: do to med. Well, I'm I'm throwing yeah, medical right. out. I'm throwing medical out because, like, if you're told that you can't anymore, you know, then that's the only thing keeping you out, basically. I, I and even Brett, you know, Kathy, he retired and he came back and he fought Vince McMahon.
13: Yeah.
12: Yeah,
10: that's true. I mean, I'm just trying to think of somebody who said they were done and they were done.
4: JBL, maybe.
10: Superstar that's, Billy Graham? I, I don't know. That, I that don't was, remember. That was the he, other,
4: that, that's what I said. Like, yeah. I don't remember either. JBL's another good one, or I guess, yeah, that one works. Because, so like, I, I mean, did he ever really say, I'm retiring, or did he just kind of leave?
10: Yeah, no, he retired when Ray, when Ray beat him at WrestleMania, he grabbed the mic and said he retired. He
14: was done. <laughs> He's quit. Yeah.
12: Listen even friggin' Nikki
10: Bella said, I'm done, and then came back. Like,
12: it, it doesn't,
10: you know? Yeah. It's funny.
12: <laughs>
10: yeah, Superstar Billy Graham might be. I, I don't remember the circumstances of him retiring. It's just like one day he was suddenly
4: not really doing it.
13: I don't there, remember like a only, grand.
4: Yeah, that's the only one I can think of. Kurt, Kurt Hennig, maybe? No, Kurt Hennig wrestled until the end.
12: Right.
13: Yeah.
10: Yeah, I forgot he came back and because like, he was in that plane ride from uh... – by the way, that's going to be a topic on um, Dark Side of the Ring, and I can't wait. Oh, wow. The plane ride from hell. Can you imagine? Oh, man. They're going to be like uh, Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar, like monkey flipping each other into the security door and stuff. <laughs> But yeah, no, I can't. I, for the life of me, I I can't. And I'm curious. Uh, you know, maybe like a wrestling historian, like maybe like, for example, Malcolm. Malcolm's an old school guy. He might remember somebody that retired and actually walked away. But nobody. how About Barry Windham, did he retire and just say he he might have he might have.
4: Hmm. that up. I'm not sure. If
13: so, Barry
4: was smart. If he was smart, he retired, right? (laughs)
13: Yeah.
10: For me, for the longest time, like I said, as a fan uh, in particular, because Shawn Michaels was my favorite. Um, And I've made no bones about the fact that, like, none of this would have even been possible for me if it wasn't Shawn Michaels, not just because uh, he was, like, the first legitimate um, really good wrestler that I got behind because of the quality of what he was doing. Uh, not just that, but the fact that I idolized him, Stroh, And like I, I've said in other interviews and stuff, like me interviewing Shawn Michaels for the local newspaper mm-hmm. is what is, is that's how I got the clip that that you know I, that's how I got the article that I submitted to Pro Wrestling Illustrated. So without Shawn Michaels, there's no Pro Wrestling Illustrated, which would mean that there's no uh, wrestling involvement for me whatsoever, including this podcast. So. Uh, I mean, it was Shawn Michaels for me, definitely. Um, And I remember when he said he was done in 2010, I was like, I I legitimately believed it. I mean, it was really difficult to believe, but I believed it. And he broke my heart, man, because he shaved his head and he came back and he looked looked like a horrible version of him. And I hate to say that, but he did.
4: He really did. Barry Wyndham. Um, has not technically appeared uh, since 2008, but okay. he's never actually retired. Now, is there I, – and
10: I know it's a lot to, like, look at all that stuff, but, like, is there an injury or something that's kept him away? Or did he no. just slow down until the booking dried up?
4: He's just kind of slowed down until the bookings start up, it looks like. Okay. It looks like okay. his last appearance was actually on Raw, um, where he, Tell me he revived. With, yeah, I'm where, sorry. He re, where he revived the U.S. Express. and They were supposed to fight with um, I was hoping I you were going to
10: say the stalker.
4: No, that, is, okay. that would be way better. <laughs> <laughs> Another one that came to mind while well, I was mm-hmm. thinking about that, San Martino?
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember. I I know, like at some point he came out, and didn't he say like his son was the future or something? And he retired.
4: Yeah, like in mid '80s because he was. So San Martino did the um, he did the 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 battle royal at WrestleMania two. Yeah. And then yeah, there was. He came out, I did, there was a thing where he was like, my son's the future, and then that's it. I can look that up. Yeah, yeah.
10: You know, Namar Wells, who did um, the original original Rio C Wrestling Nation when we run WNJC, it was uh, Bruce and Namar and this other guy, Albert, and then me occasionally. Uh, Namar did the best impressions, man. And he did a Bruno San Martino out of this world. He was amazing at it. In fact, like, we were at a convention one time, and he had a live mic, and he started doing it. And Ted DiBiase came running over because he thought Bruno San Martino was there. Uh, <laughs> like, that's how good it was, you know? And uh, But but he would exaggerate stuff, you know? He'd be like, "I and I can't do the voice at all, but he'd be like, yeah, he's like, he says Bruno, and he's like, yeah, you know, I I invented uh, the 7-Eleven slushy. I was in Italy, and it was really hot out, and I... And I mix the sugar and the ice and the, I, I don't know, it's just the way he does it, it was just really great. Like he, he had he had um Namara had Bruno San Martino as the inventor of like everything. And it was really good.
4: So um how do we feel about working as a commentator or a guest referee?
10: That, I think that's fine, because you're not wrestling a match.
4: So then San Martino technically retired in 1987 and then did not get back in the
3: ring wow he retired that late yeah wow I did not realize that well he would have
4: only been 52 really yeah
10: wow because I know like um, he was in his son's corner at an earlier Wrestlemania might have even been the first one. and I thought he was done by that point
4: Hmm. At the inaugural at the inaugural WrestleMania, San Martino was in David's corner against Brutus. Yes. Bruce. Against Brutus, that's right. Not the barber though. Just just the beefcake. <coughs> Free haircut days. <thing. laughs> you know, gonna yeah. have the time times were where good. He didn't man didn't have to have a second job.
10: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know that's my argument whenever I play life. Uh, you know the game of life, Stro. My niece always wants yeah. to play the game of life. Right. And I said to, I said I'll do it, but you always want me to be the banker. And whenever I'm the banker, Ray, you know it. I land on general university degree or whatever. I make like four thousand dollars a year. You know, what? everybody else is a doctor, a lawyer, like whatever, like a, 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 an astrophysicist, and they make all the, and I make four thousand dollars, and I say. I should get some kind of a salary for being the banker, damn it. Because I'm not doing that every day just for the hell of it.
4: Right. <laughs> you know. I used to like in life how um, <laughs> you, you really didn't ever want to go to college. No. Like you wanted. You, you wanted to just. You have to. No, you didn't.
14: <laughs> you need the money. Otherwise, you just get the.
4: Does it cap you now? Because it used to be like, it used to be you could end up that that college allowed you to choose from three jobs and three salaries. Oh, I don't remember that. As opposed to, um, as opposed to only having like like you could only get certain jobs and then you just pick a salary at random that was yours. So yeah. it was possible for you to like just skip that and you could end up becoming like a police officer that made a hundred thousand. <laughs> Wow. Um, I do not remember um, that. Yes.
7: Okay.
10: All right. Like, the way I had the game that we had, it was like you could go to the right, and you had to go the long way around, and then, you know, you could land on any of these higher salary things, and if you miss them, you just get, like, a general university degree. Or you could just do, like, a real quick to the left, and it was like you cut all that out, but then you're, like, stuck with, like, the lowest salary the whole game. It's like – If you – there's two different strategies to it. Obviously, some people try to win it like it's a race. And then there's other people who are trying to make the most money. I try to make the most money, and I try to sit on it because, like, I don't really think it matters who gets there first. It's who has the most money at the end. That's how I've always done it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I can remember in um, in sixth grade we were all pairing up with, like – like the guys and the girl, like I don't know, it was like a field day or something, and we're all like playing the game of life, a bunch of us, and, and we all paired off in couples, Rick, and I got paired off with the girl that I really liked, and she was not happy about it, and it gave me a very early indication of what the real life was going to be like.
4: The real life involves way <laughs> less wheel spinning, and I feel like we need to remedy that. No, I mean we should definitely have some uh, wheel spinning there. Spin the wheel, make a deal would be
10: amazing if like it were implemented every day.
12: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
10: Go yeah. pay your taxes in a coal miner's glove match,
4: Leia. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Brady! I feel like it's time we took a commercial break.
10: I think so. I think so. And on the other side, we will definitely get to the callers. I see Malcolm and tour there. And we have room for you as well. 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation radio network, and we will be right back.
0: Hey, this is a Total Package Lex Luger, you're listening to the VOC Nation, you don't miss out.
10: Check out In The Room, every Tuesday night at
13: 9,
4: listen in.
10: Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stroh Maestro, Kazzy Fitz, Matt Grimm.
4: And you and are there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests, like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus,
13: I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings.
3: And then
4: nothing else get pregnant either.
3: Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous.
4: We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there.
3: In the room.
4: 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling
0: with history, the voice of choice, and killer can
9: wrestling. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airlines
1: cheese omelets.
8: New episodes air on VOC Nation, Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Chico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey Podcast on VOC Nation.
3: Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro, talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, vocnation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network.
1: Rock and Roll Union and North Step Productions, in conjunction with Blu Ray Atlantic City, proudly present Jersey Shore Jam 2, May 15th. Featuring As We become Comes Rat Rod. It's been a long, cold winter, and now it's time to rock. Also appearing, the rock and roll Union House band Shades of Grey, playing all of your favorites from the 60s to now. All COVID regulations will be in place. Tickets are available at eventsbright.com and are extremely limited, so get them before they run out. Doors open at 6 and showtime is at 7. Rat Rod, as we become ghosts and Shades of Grey. Jersey Store Jam 2, May 15th at Boo Ray, 201 South New York Avenue, Atlantic City. Did I mention there's free parking? Don't miss it.
11: Yo, this is Jerry Styles of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian, now here sure you're getting ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. it's about to get nasty all around and up on this mama. Get ready. Nasty sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in
1: entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide.
5: VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer, The Maestro, former Impact performer, Wes Frisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor, Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality, Bruce Work. VSC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern and In the Room. Featuring pro wrestling illustrator Brady Hicks and WCW alum, The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show. And recent guests have included General Adnan, Nito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archived free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more listen live at vocnation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching voc nation radio network on your favorite podcast app and be sure to follow these guys on twitter at voc nation
6: this is your amiga shelly from cali to let you know you can catch me here on voc nation for shelly live you never know what the hell i'm going to be talking about Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be
3: Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out, WCW-StroMaestro.com take you on a journey. Dr-
5: this is a sixth to the Doctor of Style, and you're listening to VOC Nation.
3: Check
4: out In the Room.
13: Every Tuesday night at 9, listen in.
4: Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady
10: Hicks, former WCW star Stroh Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm.
13: And you are know, later
4: there, too, right, Way? We sure are, and we've got great guests, like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then, and then uh, the
14: nothing
5: Every week, comedian King David Lane, and wrestler, promoter, Chris Press, discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling with a heaping dose of comedy. Check us out live on vlcnation.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Each and every
3: Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro, talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches taking your calls, and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, vocnation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network.
7: Yo, this is
11: Jerry Stein with the nasty boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs nah, here, you get get nasty. Well listen to the VOC Nation, baby. Can about to get nasty all around and up in his mama? Get ready. Nasty sensation
8: is coming at you.
0: The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is
10: the VOC Nation Radio Network.
0: Bill After has been in the pro wrestling business for over fifty years.
10: Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all,
0: your height and weight. Six one, two fifty five. And now, subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill Afters archived audio
4: footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay. And uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my.
0: Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just three dollars a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top
4: podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a
1: new prospect we haven't heard of yet.
4: And for just $9 a month, Apters
0: Archives are all yours.
1: Uh, would you tell us of this new press? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the
10: world, and I finally <laughs> found the true world champion. I finally found...
4: Well, what's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino?
9: Well, I think... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say, but I, well, I don't want to say one
10: thing. Bruno was another champion champion.
0: Here exclusive interviews with the greatest performers
7: of all time.
4: Please go out and and again, we're speaking here with... You know, first of all, how did you and Groover lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually,
12: All right, we're back. we in the room. <laughs> that was his music, wasn't it? <laughs> we're back. It's
10: in the Room on the VOC Wrestling Nation. Check us out on VOCNation.com. And uh, while you're there, don't forget to check us out on YouTube. Just go to, just search VOC Nation on YouTube, and all that stuff will come up there. There's also, if you go to premium.VOCNation.com, we have different subscriptions here. with lots of great premium content. Uh, so be sure to check that out, including uh, unedited, no commercials, uh, audio and video versions of our most popular shows, as well as if you kind of move up the tiers you were hearing in that commercial, you get access to all of Bill Ar- Bill Actor's archives as well. And uh, as high as, I believe it's $15 a month, uh, you get uh, Q&As with the hosts from VOC Nation. Lots of great stuff there. So be sure to check it out, premium.vocnation.com. And uh, we are, tonight, we're having a, a great discussion so far. We're talking about retirement, kind of a, not for us, not for us. I, I plan to uh, die at my desk many, many years from now. Um, or at least I should say I plan to die at my desk. It's and my last it's not.
12: match, <laughs> It's my <laughs> last match.
10: I might die at my desk, and it might be on the air here in the next, who knows, But or it could be way in the future. Well, that, that's part of the fun of it. We don't really know, Kathy. We're going to. Spin the wheel and make a deal. Uh nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five is the number to call in tonight. We've got a couple callers in the line and we're gonna get to you guys
13: very, very, very shortly. Uh
10: but before we do all that, Stro, what do you got going on this week?
13: Oh my goodness. Uh well, um this week on WCW Retro this Thursday night at um nine PM Eastern Standard Time com. We'll be talking the career of the Midnight Express. So uh, that should be uh, a lot of fun for that. And, of course, Stroh Zone Friday night. Go
10: ahead. So sorry, sorry, you're talking the uh, classic Midnight Express, not Bombastic Bart and uh, Fabulous Billy or whatever, right? A, <laughs> no. Yeah, <laughs> not <that's>,
12: those guys.
13: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry. That, that should be a lot of fun. Yeah. And um, Friday night Stroh Zone on my Facebook page, which is Facebook.com slash maestro at 12 midnight Eastern Standard Time. The feature will be tormented.
10: Oh, that was me in college.
13: So, yeah. Yeah. Please tune in. <laughs> That's
4: some people who listen to this very program.
10: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's me at work. That's me just, like, chained up in bed, you know, with my arms. Uh... <laughs> no.
4: uh, whoa. I'm kidding. How does Kelly feel about that?
15: (laughs) Now I got a visual I can't get out of my head. Why?
12: Why, Uh, Greg? Speaking of visuals,
10: I'm I'm going to give you guys a real treat right now. We're going to go to uh, Malcolm down in South Carolina. Uh, Malcolm is, of course, a wrestling historian and a huge fan. Malcolm, we're talking retirements tonight. Can you think of anybody who retired and actually stayed away?
11: Oh, you talking to me? Uh, I didn't know I was talking, brother. Sorry. You're talking to me. Well, yeah man, you're on. I'm you right, Brady I wanna I wanna talk to Papa Stro. I missed your show Thursday. I gotta do this, okay? I gotta talk about my man, the total package, Lex Luger, one of my all time favorite wrestlers in the NWA, hey. WCW Luger, the bad guy. The good guys in the war games. Man, him and mad. Sting were one of the best the teams guy. ever. Yeah, I love Luger. <laughs> I've met him three times.
1: That's
5: I a remember. Good continuation. I yeah, we met. We We, made,
11: we, missed, man. we had a the, great
1: discussion on Lex.
11: Yeah, I, I'm sorry, Papa Stewart. I fell asleep. I was, you know, I, I just get tired at night. I don't know why at times, but. Oh, it, it's I just quite tired. a I'm I'm it's you the man. Man, okay. this
13: week, It's the Midnight Express, so. But, really
11: cool but next story, I, I, just, man. I just love Lex. Call him, Lex Lex was one of you know, he was a hero to me in the NWA. I mean, I, I'll say it. Lex Luger, a lot of people say he doesn't have the wrestling skills I've talked with, but I don't I don't agree with that. Lex Luger, he was he was a member of the horseman. He was, you know, he did some very special things. his manager, except for the macho man and Hulk Hogan. His manager was Elizabeth Hewlett, too. You know. a lot of people forget that, you know? Yes. I mean, he I like the metal he, forearm. He was, I wanted to go around hitting people with a metal forearm. And, and something else he did, Pop and at it was like two weeks on Nitro. No, like them. a month before a Nitro. Right. In 1997, before they had Road Wild and Hogan won it back from Luger. He beat Hulk Hogan. He put him in the torture rack. How many guys did that to Hogan? Yeah, you know, as great an athlete That's and great champion, he did it to was. the Big Show.
12: Yeah, yeah,
11: yeah. I mean, Luger he teamed up with the Big Show, Yeah, and Big Show we were tag team in in '96 when Piper and Shane was is. becoming a pro. You know, and and I'm just so proud of Lex. I've met him three times. He's been so nice to me. You know, and people say his his health isn't that good, but hey Lex, if you're listening, man, you always got a lifelong fan in me, man. I just want you to know that. You know. If would you call him sexy Lexi? I would call him the total package. It's okay I'm not to call I'm sexy, in sexy be... I'm not into wrestling for the dating game, man. I'm into it for you guys in the gym. You guys giving me the best damn performance you can give me when I'm going to the arena
4: and watching you on pay-per-view. That's <laughs> what it's all about. Oh, for sure, Malcolm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, who is it? Who is it into wrestling for just, like, going to the gym and getting all oiled up with your bros? Exactly. And slapping like, yeah. each other around?
11: That's why I do the podcast.
4: Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not
11: into the oil thing, you know, Ray, but it, to me, it's it's all about the competition, like, the Las Vegas Raiders are trying to get me as to pay four more payments on the PSLs of $1,331.64 this year and the next three years. And I'm just not going for it. First of all, they're not in Oakland anymore. And my best team, and I say it, Brady, my best team was Kenny Stabler, Dave Casper, Fred Bolitnikoff, Cliff Branch, Phil Billupiano, Jack Tatum, George Jacksonson. He was the hitman. He was the Fred Hart. Of the Soul
4: Patrol. you the best. You know? Cato. I mean, these guys. Mm. You, you
11: know, remember he, he was on the same page. He was on the same He had the same page.
14: He was on the same page. He the same the same page. He <laughs> it
4: yeah. isn't my old break, friend, break. Mr. McGreg, with a leg for an arm and a an long
11: arm. These so-called <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders are so bad, they couldn't beat the other team if their shoelaces were tied up. I lost my that. Juju. Uh-oh.
14: Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh.
11: <laughs> oh Oh, I mean, no. You know, Come on. Come on. The yes. best rivalry back in the seventies was Pittsburgh and Oakland for like four straight years, you know. Um, it was
12: Oh yeah. Three. That's yeah. the
11: only rivalry yeah. yeah, and Pittsburgh won four Super God, Bowls. I And Kirk, we man. only won one. Yeah, and Pittsburgh was four and oh. We were one and zero, oh, but Pittsburgh and I'll admit this. They were just a little bit better than the Raiders. When, it, maybe in the regular season we were better, <laughs> but in the postseason the Steelers yeah. were much better. Yeah. They had the championships.
12: Yeah. But, <laughs> you
11: know, <Papa> Strow, <laughs> don't I just had to say that about the total package, and then you guys are going to What are you going to do me? when no. Malka runs wild on you, brother? Yeah, you got a Hulkster. You got a Yeah. I mean this, these them. guys Jim Cornette We're talk- and the racket and beautiful Bobby Eaton from Huntington uh, Huntington, Alabama or wherever it was. Huntsville, Alabama rather. Uh, you know, and sweet Stan Lynn, the man the man with the educated feet that Jim Ross used to say, I mean the Midnight Express, I used to hold my fingers up and in an X position every time they came out to take on uh, the Fantastics or they took on a Rock and Roll Express or when uh, they challenged uh, and <laughs> Tully where they left the, the WWF in 88. You know, I mean, the, the, I'm old school, and these are the guys that they get my blood going, you know. Uh, they can have their matches today. But <clears> these <throat> are the guys who pave the way for me as a fan You know, all the way back to the 60s. Mm -hmm. These are guys I'm going to respect the most. And Papa Joe, you know, I saw you in that Battle Royal in 2018, and it was awesome the way you took Dorothy in there, and and you just started. I think you must have thrown out five five or six guys that night in the Battle Royal. So I was impressed, you know. And like no, I right, safe. Like, I don't impress easy, but you impressed me that night. I yeah. then you also signed oh. Stephanie. Welcome, how's
4: Amazon Prime
11: you know, going?
13: That, Amazon I drove a lot of Red Bull hot. before I got to the ring. Bell, yeah. It's
11: awesome. You know, Brady, I got <laughs> I, the Adams family's coming on me TV. I don't have to watch their dumb commercials. I can just order seasons one and two on Amazon Prime and watch them whenever I want. I got the Flintstones. I got Batman. I got... Uh, Looney Tunes, I got Bugs Bunny, you know, I mean, uh, I'm like a kid. Looney Tunes, yes. Did did
10: they ever do, Malcolm, you would probably know this, did they ever do a Looney Tunes, Disney, like,
11: crossover? Like,
10: has Bugs Bunny ever been there with Mickey Mouse? Mm. No, I don't think so, but
11: they did do Looney Tunes, kid.
12: Did they? Who brings
11: Roger Rabbit you know what? Adam just told me. He's right. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Porky Pig was in it. Bugs Bunny. Yeah, you're right. You got Porky give Adam pig, yeah. Malcolm, I'm today we're talking about
10: retirements in wrestling. Has anybody ever retired and stuck with it? I figure you would know as well as
11: anybody. Stuck with it? Retired? Let me think. Like retired and well, then they were done? I'm thinking one guy I met at the Call Browley Club probably would refer to that category, Ranger Ross, that was in that one hundred first Airborne. You know, Ranger uh-huh. Ross.
4: Once he called, I don't think was he, he was he was a wrestler. In Ranger w- Ross.
13: I used to team with Ranger Ross. Man, he's awesome. Oh,
4: Ranger Ross. okay, I knew who
12: you meant. Yeah, yeah.
13: Great guy. Yeah, I was so great guy, man. And
11: he, signed, he signed my Korean yearbook and he signed my basic training yearbook from '82, in uh, uh, at Fort McClellan, Alabama. I mean, Ranger pulled out a picture of me in front of the Glow Girls Hollywood and uh, Lightning and Royal Hawaiian,
12: and and
11: Hollywood said, "Wow, Malcolm, was that you? You're a handsome-looking son of a gun." I was like, "I did." Like <laughs> I've got to admit, this I think Hollywood, Gene uh Lightning, Cheryl Rusa, and Renee Niquez, Royal Hawaiian, and Roxy After, and um, and Patricia Summerlin, Sonny, you know, and all the Glazer. I think they're just some of the most beautiful. Uh-huh. I don't care if they're older or not. They're always going to be beautiful to me inside if they're not on the outside, you know, when they get older. They're still beautiful uh-huh. on the outside, and i got to say that. Yeah.
4: <clears throat> okay, brother. I and, got you. Well, that's us good on. Yeah, that's
13: great. You yeah.
11: Know, you're the man, dude. Yeah, I could be. You're the I man. You're the man, Malcolm. <laughs> yeah. Well, well I'm sorry, I have a question. We're at the Hall of Fame, right? We're at the Hall of Fame. I have a question, Malcolm. I'm sorry, man.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So, Malcolm, I have a question. So, you said you were making payments on a personal seat license for the Las Vegas Raiders, and that you don't want yeah, to anymore buy because. It from me. Well, hold on, no, no, no stop, no, no, no I have it. this friend, John Bruton, that might. How about? Well, hang on. No, no I don't want. So here's it, the it, thing.
11: He's not John.
10: Here's thing.
4: Now I'm you said mad. you said you you were mad about it because they were no longer in Oakland, but them being in Las yeah. Vegas moved them several hours closer to you in South Carolina. So, he has, like.
10: No, but there's a story there. I mean, I even I know the answer to that. He uh, he moved from Oakland to Las Vegas, and then he left because he didn't like it there.
4: Well, that's ridiculous. I mean, like, Why would he not like living in Las Vegas? Because
11: it sucks. I mean, there's there you know, there, you it's know Idaho. Saying. It's it's a nice place to visit, but you don't want to live there. <laughs> it fits for Vegas and it fits no, for Southern no, California. I,
12: man,
11: knocking me some money and you don't even big know big. it. Malcolm, is
10: it
14: better than Idaho?
11: Uh, Idaho sucks too. I hate to say that. Pocatello at least is South Carolina. Uh, no, South Carolina's pretty nice. I, I tell you what, I live with the best housemate right now, Adam. I am um, this guy. I'm going to say this. A mean Gene told me one time. I I'm, I'm a walking encyclopedia. of wrestling Gene? Well, this guy Adam Helms right here that I live with. He could forget more about wrestling than I could learn. That's how knowledgeable this and he's younger than me. You know? And that says okay. a lot for the guy. His his dad served in the military in the US Army. He's a little bit older than me, but he's damn respectful. And his mom, Teresa, definitely and his 30, real 30, older. They're just class. And his new girlfriend, <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> Jessica, in my opinion, is Bo Derrick. You know? So
12: Oh.
14: I'm gonna say that. <laughs> All right, get back watch. in there. Get back in there. Yeah.
12: Uh, <laughs>
14: yeah.
12: You're the man now,
14: <laughs> Malcolm. You remember? You remember
10: the old Namar Wells impression? He was so good at them.
11: Namar Wells was great. I, I, if you talk to Namar, tell him he's still number one with me. And I heard, I heard uh, Booker T. We're trying to get him Virginia back. Booker T said, "Can you dig it, sucker?" I hear you, Booker. I hear you, Stevie Ray, man, because I met at the Call Valley Club, and nobody could get a picture with them, you know, when they got their award, their catchment award. But this guy, he's a black guy, at uh, the, and he, he he takes the pictures, you know, uh, and he got me in there. I don't even know his name, but he's like my best friend there. And he got me in there with Booker. Ice train? Stevie Ray. I mean, uh, no, he's not ice trained, but he's okay, a cool not guy. not ice
10: train. Uh, he,
11: it, it, him and me have hooked Coco. up the last two or three years. Was it yeah. Coco Beware? Yeah. Well, so I like Coco Beware. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, he yeah. kind of reminds <laughs> of me. I met Rodney Allen Rippey that used to do the Burger King, uh, no, the the uh, Jack-in-the-Box commercials in the 70s when he was a little boy. And I met Rodney Allen mm-hmm. yeah. Rippey when he was older. And Rodney Allen Rippey looks a lot like this guy that takes the pictures for me at the concert Valley club. i got to say that, you know. So, there you go, brother. Uh, Listen, it was great talking to you, man. You're you're
10: you're the man. I, I'm trying to think. I'd love are to get
12: awesome he is awesome. <laughs>
10: <laughs> you're the man, dude. Uh, call into WCW, dude. Uh, great talking to you. as always love you. Oh, and give your brother my best. I I miss him. He uh, I I do miss him calling in. I'm hoping Mike calls in again soon.
11: Actually, let me check real quick. Malcolm, is Mike okay? He doing all right? Mike. Mike's okay, but I don't know. He's, you know, he's got his problems. But he said to give you guys his best, you know, until he's ready to okay. call back in.
12: He's
11: just I hope he's okay. A he's tell just not he me the Hulkamania 24-7
12: like I am, dude.
10: All right, Father.
4: Much love.
10: That's great. It really brings the energy up, right?
4: Yeah. Yeah, he really... <laughs> Brings energy.
10: <laughs> <laughs>
4: well,
10: Ray, you had a topic for tonight. Well actually you had a couple of topics. Uh
4: let's see if well, we can
10: inject something here.
4: Yeah. Do we wanna do, do we wanna talk do we wanna talk men's or women's? Oh uh, well yeah. Let's talk women's actually. That'd be let's fun. Talk okay. Ooh. So, Ooh. so Ooh! In honor of Mike. My... <laughs> yes. yes.
12: <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Ooh! Ooh! Yes.
14: That's not creepy
4: at all. <laughs> no, no, not at all. So, yes. so for uh, so. for a significant chunk of time, <laughs> WWE built up the theme, and then by extension, secondarily, they built up the Bliss. and they had they had kind of a... a the big match at Mania with Randy Orton, and you had you had sort of the big moment where Alexa Bliss is sitting on top of the box, and she has clearly sort of become a fiend unto herself, and she's got the blood going down her face. And again, I got to tell you, that is the hottest she has ever looked. Um, I don't know, man. I don't um, know. That's tough. So the original sexy Lexi. So. No, I the guess like me. All right. <laughs> My is, bad. So if yeah. you had if then raw happened... I can't read it Rapway. Raw happened this Monday. Don't look at Rapley. There's a minute. So Raw happened and the Fiend has essentially since since the time of WrestleMania, uh the fiend has essentially been completely destroyed. If you were going to do it, um, if you were going to do what you did because you wanted to make Alexa this sort of unstoppable juggernaut to be unleashed upon the women's division, what with her magical voodoo powers, fine. Uh, I was telling you guys before the show, I don't understand Mm -hmm. why you had to sacrifice spray to do that, but whatever. I get it. But now you have her doing a program that's probably not going to matter, and all that time you put her into the fiend is for that. I don't why, 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 Brady.
10: Now see, I Why okay. do they
4: do these things?
10: Well, here's the thing. What is that program? Because I did not see Raw, so I, I need to be educated in order to make an educated opinion.
4: So that that program you will, I will pull it back. Yeah, we program. Uh, program?
10: You're up next to that boy. Uh
4: Ventura. Uh, it looks like it might be with Lily. Okay. Yeah, that's the doll. But...
10: Like, I assumed she was going to become a monster in the women's division and basically do
4: the Bray Wyatt thing for the women. Right, but that doesn't seem to be what they are doing. Right. But now she's just kind of there. Oh. <laughs> what?
12: <laughs> it's just
10: it's Oh no, you're not getting tired heck? because it's nighttime, are you? <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm, I, uh, I, I promise you're up in but, a sec, boy. We just want to finish this thought.
4: But I just, I, it's just all so exhausting. Yeah. But here's my thing.
10: Again, like, I thought if they're going to turn her into something, right, if they're going to legitimately have her become the supernatural force. Um, now, I'm not a huge fan of the supernatural angles. The Undertaker shooting lightning out of his ass uh, Papa Shango with the with the black goop coming out of your eyes and mouth. I, not a fan of that. Uh, not really a place for it. Um, I always kind of thought it was about as stupid and hokey as the boogeyman, who like terrified everybody other than Donald Trump. Uh, I never understood it. But you well, know what? Morella
13: no <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs>
10: yeah. That's
12: true.
14: That's uh, My
10: thing is like if they're actually going to do something with it, then I think it's not bad. But if they're just going to yeah. have her, what I think they're probably going to do is they're probably just going to go back to Alexa and Bray at some point. She's just going to be off on her own, and they're going to have two vignettes for the while, and then they're going to reunite at the next pay per view when she helps them beat Randy Orton. and that's
13: stupid. Lily looks like a cross between a cabbage patch kid and Sloth from The Goonies. <laughs>
12: Hey you, <laughs> hey, you guys. Hey, you
14: guys. <laughs> hey. like Rat <raps> Boy. <away. laughs> <laughs> Hi, Rat Boy. What's going on, homie? Hey. hey.
12: Uh, I'm
14: at of location right now. Yeah, what do you got there? What are you at the zoo? Oh, uh, <laughs> no. I'm in my cutting house Show right in my birthday a little bit. Oh. It's, t- no, tomorrow you is your show. birthday, right? What's his name? Wookie? Yeah. Oh, he's a Wookie. Wookie. No, he's Chewy. A Wookie. Chewy. Really? Can you do a Chewbacca, Chewbacca impression? In Can you do a Chewbacca? Uh. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that sounds
10: like somebody went to the dentist.
14: <laughs> That's tremendous. They are smoking too much.
12: <laughs> <laughs>
14: all right, all right, then let me so, introduce so you out there. Yes, to out there. This is the party right. line. All right, that's Tommy, my cousin. My Hi, Tommy. Hey, oh, Hello, this, this is uh, Jay. Justin. 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 Hi, Jay. I call him Jay. Hey. hey Justin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and. So, uh, and this is Dawn. She's blind, she cannot right. see a thing. So Davey Boy, she's like John Finnegan. What? We got ah. a blind person. Uh,
7: I'm kidding. With man.
14: glasses, and I don't got no glasses. <laughs> you know that? God, like, God. you yeah, know, what's so noble? A head, and then yeah, 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 a blind person, a head. So when, when is your birthday? Tomorrow is your birthday, right? Crazy. Tomorrow's my birthday, but we're so, Brady tonight because You gonna stay, to stay up till midnight? You gonna stay up till midnight? Huh? You gonna stay up till midnight? I'm gonna stay over midnight. Okay, over oh, midnight. Nice. <laughs> well, I'm oh, glad you're having a great away, time. By the way, I was in your neck of the woods, Brady
7: <laughs> on Uh-oh.
14: Sunday night. That was cute. Where were you? We were at Park. Oh, we got Ch—oh, we got Chester uh, Harris. I what? passed your house, man. What's Chester Harris? Oh boy. The Harris Casino in Chester by the
11: airport.
14: Oh, oh so you passed it on ninety-five. Yes. Okay. I, paid, I passed your house on ninety-five, man. I should have Did you get lucky? I had to. I forgot. I forgot you uh, knew I was down here. I was in a '57 yeah. brother. <laughs> I was in a
10: '57 brother. Keith Ray, a lot of people would be disturbed that Rapley knows where they live, but not me.
4: I would be disturbed if Rapley knew uh, where I live. Rapley, who drove you to the casino? Because I can't imagine you piloting a vehicle. My, my mom and dad. Your okay.
14: mom and dad. Now. Uh, I had
4: a good time then. You know.
14: Did what did you do? You do the slots. Yeah, I don't you slot. Play the slot. like always. That's my thing. Play the shot. You, you big slots guy?
12: <laughs> oh man, I, I ain't cornhole.
14: Hey.
12: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh brother.
14: But you know, I turned fifty-seven in the morning. You know, fifty seven birthday.
12: Wow, wow. I'm
14: okay. getting old, guys. You know. I know. And I, I thought you were fifty-seven like something. twenty years ago. No.
4: Now, I knew you're
14: not. Wait a minute. I know you're not. When are you guys going to put me in the VOC Hall of Fame?
4: There is a VOC Hall of Fame? Wow. That's you are it? in it. You don't remember that?
14: No. Oh, the roast? No. Yeah. You I'm in the Hall of Fame?
4: Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what it means. We'll have to okay. do one. We'll put you in with Nanny. No
14: one is, I should get the legendary award... The VOC na- Nation. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what are you getting the word for? You didn't do anything. Wait a minute. Uh, am I the oldest one here on the VOC Nation right now? You're here. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like. I was, I was there from the beginning. His logic and is going, not wrong. And going, going and going. So you're
13: mm-hmm. like the Gandalf. Huh? You're like the Gandalf of the Yeah. Things, right? Like Lord oh, of sure. the Rings.
14: That's true. That's true. Hang on. How oh. did you realize this podcast predates VOC Nation, right? Uh, hang on. My cousin wants to say something. Hi. Okay.
15: Hello.
14: Hello. Hi. Hi, my Hi cousin. Cousin. What
15: a, up, cousin? Same thing with you guys. If any of you were with him on Facebook... I do comment on his stuff as well. <laughs>
13: okay. Awesome. All right. I knew yeah. there was somebody
15: I I'm else. I remember that. See, the fix up for him or laugh at him way too much, and no, I should.
10: He's too That's much. Isn't he's, he's, he's crazy. Good to
13: see you guys. That's so cool.
15: Uh, uh, but see, so. the difference is that I'm a loud name for him because he's <laughs> my blood, you know? Now, like, yeah.
14: Now, do right, you right, right. Understandable.
15: Listen, maybe you right. can
4: help us out with something. What's your name, cousin? Tammy. Tammy, Thanks. nice to meet you. Tammy?
15: I have I have the same last name as him.
4: Okay. Tammy. It's not boy, is it? I'm only kid. No, no, we can't we can oh, no, get a straight story out that. of it. Hold on. We I'm can't I'm get a straight like story. So Maybe you can help us out. So he claims that he gets free milk from seven eleven. It's I shouldn't. can't
15: verify that. Some of it, I do have to say, it seems a little BS, but still, that's... Okay.
10: To me, the free milk yeah. thing sounds like something he would get, though. It does. That's
13: yeah. I'm
15: curious i Now, time. I could see cheese more so than milk.
13: Okay. he
15: was healthy with him, I could see more so than milk.
13: Okay. He, he's got strokits in an
15: Did he ever <laughs> tell you about
14: the time that he picked up a waitress?
15: I think he actually did.
13: Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. We couldn't I believe it. it. And, and she made butter. <laughs> now, now what do was you, that? She, she made, made butter, butter remember?
14: <laughs>
10: yeah, yeah Oh, through. yeah. Now, do you guys ever call him Rat Boy, or is it just Chris to you? Oh,
15: I do a lot. I do a lot sometimes.
12: Okay, you do a lot. Okay. Right.
15: Because when I used to go to shows with him in the past with other pla- places and stuff, all that he was ever referred to as Rat Boy, and I'm yeah. saying I'm Rat Boy's cousin. And a few of the people there didn't believe the fact that I was Rat Boy's cousin. They didn't give you, like, so Rat or anything, idol. did they? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Definitely All right. not.
12: All right.
15: I basically tried to play the game of I'm related, but not related to him, you know? Yeah. Like just All right. I know him. Gotcha. Shadows, And so he starts stirring the pot with other people, then I'll sink my head on in and say, what are you doing now, Chris? Why are you doing that?
14: Because he's crazy. we love
15: him. Oh, yeah, I, I know. I have heard of him speaking nothing but good stuff about you guys.
4: <laughs>
15: really?
4: Especially right. you, Ray. Oh, yeah.
15: <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, that's great.
12: Yeah, we love yeah, him.
10: We, we do.
15: We do. <laughs> yeah, well, a few of the people at the old shows I used to go with couldn't believe the fact I was even related to him.
4: I know. I'm a
10: little okay, shocked.
15: Really tell me. I they can really see it though, a little in the face. Oh yeah, I'm,
4: I'm a little Maybe. shocked that he has non Precambrian relatives myself. <laughs> oh yeah.
14: <laughs> oh, <laughs> no one's joking. Tell her about about Virgil and, and the belt. Oh God. What <laughs> oh, mean, oh
13: yeah, yeah. yeah. It challenged uh, Virgil to a belt versus belt match, uh, his, his rat boy belt and the million-dollar belt that Virgil had.
15: <laughs> I actually got to say, years ago when I was pregnant with my daughter, yeah. I personally met Virgil, and he was nothing but a cool-ass dude to me.
13: Oh, he's great. Did he charge you,
15: wasn't And it wasn't for Virgil. I wouldn't have gone to the show that night with where we were meeting up with Chris.
13: Yeah, right.
15: Chris had no idea the location of it, and thanks to uh, Virgil, though he he told us which roads to take and which roads not to take, even though they were telling us to take it. Well, <laughs> so I have okay. nothing but uh, I, I feel nothing but uh, goodness towards Virgil. Oh, that's oh, a, When I He's met great him, got,
10: when I met him, he got kicked out of a bar for trying to bring his own sandwich.
15: Oh my God. <laughs> that doesn't surprise. That doesn't surprise me at all. Wow. <laughs> and they I told, told him, him I just uh, he, yeah. he was going. I would be in one restaurant, and then he would come and meet me up at another spot and have something completely different
10: than what yeah. you serve at
15: the place that we are at. And they
10: told him it was at a convention, and there wasn't a table for him, so he got his own table and he sat outside of the hotel by the entrance
4: with his table. Ah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah you got to respect the hustle. You're the right. man, right. rap. you <laughs> right. <set your> hustle. <laughs> I
14: know. This is my we're cousin.
4: Rapport
14: may be Running We're in wild. Uh, uh, and, this, and, and my cousin thinks I'm like, I'm like her grandfather. My you're like her, her great-grandfather.
15: Grandfather. He reminds me of my grandfather with the hat he wears and the way he is and all like that. Because my grandfather, his great-uncle
4: uh-huh.
15: is uh, kind of the same as him.
4: Okay. There's more of them. Okay, that's nope. good. When boy comes
15: in with a visit, does he use
10: the door or does he come in like through the pipes?
15: I uh, know he comes in through the door. Okay. Sometimes I pretend, yeah, the cat door. Sometimes I pretend. <laughs> sometimes I pretend. Sometimes I'm not here. Did you ever like wake but up and Boy's just the sitting there? He's my family.
14: He's like he's a, he's there. awesome. Did you ever like yeah, wake you're up right and nobody was sitting there waiting for you? And I can't tell nobody what's happening right now. That's why I'm over here tonight, but I'm going home later on. All right, brother. Well, so listen. Catch over here right now.
10: Enjoy your time with your family and uh, yeah. much
14: love. Nice to meet all you and, guys. And party up. Yeah, great to see you guys. Party
10: up, party up. hang.
14: Party up, right, right day tomorrow. Call in anytime. Right, that's what's up. Friday, tomorrow.
10: Love you guys. Absolutely.
14: Nice Happy birthday, Rat
13: Boy. You too. Happy
4: birthday, Rat Boy. All right. I I did not believe he had family.
10: Oh, even I knew he did. I met, like, his, uh, a bunch of his family.
4: Wow.
10: Yeah. What I didn't realize was that they'd all be out in four celebrating his birthday.
12: (laughs) Uh,
10: nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five is the number. Uh, so anyway, Ray, we were talking about Alexa Bliss and and Bray Wyatt and uh, I, I. Everybody's saying that Bray Wyatt is done. Um, I feel like this is WWE. You can rebound from anything. Like he's just like one win away from like winning the world title again. You never know with that.
4: Yeah, I don't think he's done, but it's just, I don't quite understand why. Oh, is. no. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I like the darker Alexis turn. I do. But you have to do something with it, and they don't really. And
13: I miss Bray Wyatt with the hat.
4: I liked him. He was I like on. Yeah. yeah. That was with the lantern fun. and the, yeah. Those
10: yeah. were good times. I was a big fan of that.
12: Yeah, yeah. I
10: liked okay, him with Matt Hardy play. too. I I really enjoyed him with Matt Hardy as well.
13: Oh yeah, they were a good team.
4: <laughs> but I guess you could say that team was deleted. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that is not
12: wonderful. <laughs> ah,
10: nine <Yes>. one four six three eight nineteen eighty five <laughs> is the uh that's the number. And uh, right now, I mean, we got Tora coming up in a second, but other than that, we just we're wide open right now. You know, we we have plenty of room to uh, to take your calls as we talk stuff. Ray, that was your women's topic. What's your men's topic?
4: So last week we had some fun with CM Punk saying that he you know really thinks he can only make money if he had a match with Triple H, despite yeah. the fact that there is tons of talent in that company right now, and that in fact. One of the reasons, one of the several reasons that Punk Punkside had him and WWE at the time he left, was that he did not wish to fight Triple H. Which is, I, 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 I guess you do, you <laughs> boo. Um, so, mm-hmm. ask about the challenge from Will Osprey. Yes. In an interview with Digital Spy promoting his new movie, Jacob's Life, Punk indirectly replied to the controversial bit, quote, I don't want to give people false hope in answering Asprey, but he is for sure somebody that I've never wrestled before that interests me a lot more than, I guess, the corporate side of professional wrestling nowadays. Listen, Bud. <laughs> I am... A fan of wrestling. Now, I am much more a fan of American and Mexican wrestling than I am of wrestling from over in Japan. I just am. It's a stylistic thing that I don't particularly enjoy as much, and I don't have countless hours of the day to invest into it because I have things like a job and a social life, so I can't, I can't watch all of that. Um, no, it's just not fun. I was two-day years old. When I learned about the career prowess of Will Ospreay, listen. Really? Yeah, CM Punk needs to just go take a crazy pill. But he just exposed what, you to new talent. Yeah, that's sad. And not a bad exposure. So, <laughs> what about a northern exposure? If it's a woman, I'm
10: okay with that.
4: All right. Um, what if it's a <laughs> me? And you're a woman. <laughs> No.
10: The no. Oh. Maybe. I guess it depends.
4: So No, basically. Let no. me let me see if I understand this correct. Doesn't think he can make money with AJ Styles. Doesn't think he can make money uh with Roman Reigns. Doesn't think he can make money with drew doesn't think he can make money with Randy doesn't think he can make money with Biggie, but would be interested in fighting will osprey I swear i until until I saw that story today. I just thought – I thought the only time you were talking about an Osprey was when you were talking about a, a small to medium-sized bird of prey. Well,
10: listen, I mean, he's been around for a while. Um, and, and, and he has a – you know, he has a really good reputation. So, like, I mean, I, it's a New Japan thing to a certain extent, Ring of Honor. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, he's a tremendous, tremendous wrestler. I can I can understand – he kind of has that, that buzz, like uh, – like Prince Devitt used to have, you know, or like Kenny Omega when he was in, like, New Japan. It's kind of like that, you know. Um, I expect at some point Will Ospreay will probably end up with, for example, AEW. I don't think he'll go to WWE just because he just seems a little bit too much tortured artist for that, and I could be wrong, but that's just certainly how I perceive it. Uh, but for CM Punk to kind of I, – I don't know. Like, it's weird because, like – it just kind of shows you where he is as far as, like, watching WWE programming versus, like, watching, like, international stuff, Stro. You know? Like, he, he, um, he talks about WWE, and he talks about the product not being good, and the only guy that he can mention is Triple H. Um, to me, that's a really outdated reference, and not that Triple H has ever really done, speaking of retiring. But there's a lot of really good talent in WWE. Uh, that would be oh, like yes. saying, yeah, like it would be like saying, you know, the only guy I could make money with in AEW is the big ship. Like, I mean, he's there, you know, but he certainly ain't the only guy you're going to make money with there. And it's kind of the same thing, but like Will Ospreay, that's like the hot, like, the hot kind of up and coming name, you know, and I think mm-hmm. it could be really good. Uh, but it just goes to show you, I think that he's finally turned the corner and maybe not necessarily looking at getting back into WWE. I think he finally he finally
4: turned that corner maybe, you know, just my side. Yeah. So,
10: yeah, but it's interesting, you know, and he's so dismissive. It's so weird, like, um, the things that CM Punk, like, Lines is intriguing versus, like, like again, like you said, Ray, like, why would he not want to wrestle AJ Styles? You know? Why would he not want to be in there with Drew McIntyre? It doesn't make any sense.
13: Or Daniel Bryan, even.
10: Daniel Bryan, yeah.
13: Or Roman Reigns.
10: There's a lot of talent there. And, and even in, like, NXT. Imagine, like, CM Punk versus Adam Cole. Never
4: got
13: to see it. Oh yeah.
10: Like there's a lot of like good talent there, and I and I think Ballard, a lot of. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So like, and Will Osprey is kind of along those lines, but yeah, I, it's just to me it's indicative of where his head is at.
13: Let's. Uh... <laughs> he, he, I like this.
10: You <laughs> <laughs> imagine car, Walter?
13: Is. Oh dear God! <laughs> well,
10: Walter would beat the piss out of him. Can you imagine?
13: Poor Tommaso, man. Oh,
4: man.
10: That guy looked like one of those like, trolley uh, candies, you know, like the purple and the orange and the. Horrible. Just horrible. What's that? Who are you
4: there? What's
12: going on? Nothing's <laughs>
14: <How are you? laughs> <you> going on? <laughs> I'm doing okay. Yeah, well, do you karaoke song? going on. What's your karaoke huh? song tonight?
10: What's your karaoke song tonight? You doing Journey?
12: Yeah.
10: Are you? Okay, what's your favorite Journey song? Don't Stop Believing.
4: Very good.
13: Ah, nice like
10: She did better than me, Ray. I couldn't think of a Journey
4: song. What about you Leo the Oh,
12: yeah.
15: So
14: uh what so do y'all think do you about think? what happened?
12: What? what do I think?
15: So what do y'all think what's, what's going so on today?
4: What's going on today? Well, I don't well, know us.
14: The police officer that killed George Floyd. I mean, T- I don't want to get T- here here. Here. I don't We so don't have any uh, yeah, no, I don't follow
10: the case, really, so, like, if they found him guilty, I mean, I guess
14: he was guilty, as long as as long as long they're condemning
10: him for what he did and not for what they think that a bunch of other police officers are doing for the last couple years. As long as this yeah. is based on what he actually did, then cool, you know? But again, I don't know, because I haven't really been following the case. I, I just know that... uh
12: I know that I'm really I mean, have Calmed down since last June. Yeah. I'm mean,
10: in mean, fire. If somebody the case. Lives, it, I mean I live in a major US city, you know? And like I'm just like minutes from downtown, so like I get kinda nervous when that stuff's going on. Yeah. So I mean you're kind of the same way. You're in Saint Louis. I'm sure there were a lot of protests, right? Yeah.
12: So,
15: so
10: uh, what else is going on, Tora? Uh, just hanging out.
15: Just basically thanks.
14: just
4: hanging out. Cool. All right. Well, that's good. Glad you called us.
14: Yeah. Thanks for calling. We missed you. <laughs> yeah. We got lots yeah. of fingers. Right. We got that's lots of fingers.
7: Like, literally,
10: you know, before we went on the air, oh, yeah, a lot of fingers or a lot of singers. I have fingers. singers.
12: <laughs> singers. I have ten.
10: She still laughs like a witch. You ever notice that? Like like every yes. cartoon witch. Like
15: I picture <laughs> you with like a
10: like a fire and like a pot of brew. You know. Hmm. Now, Tora.
14: <laughs> Tora, we were just saying before we went on
10: the air, I think Ray's got a little crush on you. He said, I don't care if you take any other callers tonight. I really hope Tora calls
12: me. Oh.
15: Yeah. Ray, he's so nice.
14: How you doing, Ray? <laughs>
12: I'm
15: going to
14: try that with him. The- I'm, go I'm, I'm good, Tora. I'm good. Yeah, I'm just. I'm so
4: happy that you managed to call us from an echo chamber, and uh, my heart's touched
15: Aww. yeah Tor, you know
10: it's great I actually uh, I feel like my my heart grew three sizes today, and it had nothing to do with that burger., it's more of a long term thing <laughs> all right, tour well, listen, you enjoy your karaoke. Uh, you sing one for me, and one of these times we've got to try and time it where, like, you put your phone down and we air you singing.
13: Okay. That'd be great.
10: In fact, you know what? Yeah. Just message me, and uh, when when you're going up to sing, just shoot me a real quick message, and I'll put you on the air singing. Okay. All right, cool. Oh. Take care, Tora. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to mute you then. Bye. All right.
4: All right. Bye. she's <laughs> <This is>
12: awesome. <laughs> I, I
4: hope we get a song. Me too. I
10: don't think we. Will. Be I don't check my, I don't check my messenger enough. But I, she's at the top. Oh, she sent me a picture of her drink.
12: That's good. That looks. That
10: really it. tasty.
12: Mm, uh, what is she drinking?
10: it's almost like clear. I'm gonna guess rum.
12: Yeah, and bourbon and Sprite.
10: Yeah, Thank
13: you. Bourbon and Sprite. Nice. That
10: looks as good going down as it does coming up. I'm sure.
15: <laughs> God bless I need <laughs> Hey. Okay. From the
10: rabbit hole, and then her hand came out and pulled me back in.
12: <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah,
10: message me when you're going to go sing. Uh
12: yeah. Mm.
4: <laughs> 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 uh All right.
13: Oh, man.
10: Oh. So what are you guys say? say? Um, actually, let's uh, – Let's take one more commercial break, and uh, on the other side, uh, we will take any more callers that arrive, and uh, otherwise, uh, we can start to wind things down. Uh, 914-338-1885. It's in the room. On the VOC Nation Radio Network, and we will be right. Hey,
0: this is a Total Package Lex Luger, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. You don't miss out.
4: Check out In the Room
13: every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in.
4: Pro Wrestling Illustrated Brady
10: Hicks, former WCW star Stroh Maestro, Cassie Fist, Matt Grimm.
13: And you and
14: are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party.
8: New episodes air on VOC Nation, Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Talachiko, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Dirty Podcast on VOC Nation.
3: Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back.
5: General Adon, Kito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Richard Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOCNation.
6: Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOCNation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and What the hell you guys are thinking?
3: Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network.
7: The worldwide leader in
0: entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Hey, this is Total Package Lex Luguid. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out.
13: Check out. In the room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in.
4: Pro Wrestling Illustrated's
10: Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stroh Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm.
13: And you
14: know and there too,
4: right, Ray? We
14: sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus,
4: I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then, uh, nothing to get pregnant
7: either.
8: New episodes air on VOC Nation, Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cotney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calichico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey Podcast on VOC Nation.
3: Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro, talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches taking your calls, and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, vocnation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio
10: All right, uh, in the room, VOC Wrestling Nation, 914 uh, 338 I got Brady, well, I'm Brady. I got Ray. I got Stro Maestro. And, uh, you know, we're going to start to wind things down a little bit early uh, because it looks like Derek McDonald's probably not going to make it on the air. Just a couple quick hits that I wanted to uh, to kind of go over, some things we were talking about uh, off air that I, I feel like definitely warrant Some mentioning here tonight. Uh, One of the obvious ones is the round of releases this week. And obviously, you don't want to see anyone get cut from WWE. It's a shame. I'm going to miss the Iconics. I expect they're going to probably show up in AEW or somewhere. I would think, or I would hope. Uh, But, you know, it's never the same when they do, and that's a shame. Uh, But two of them really kind of struck me as odd. Uh, One was Samoa Joe, who, Ray, I, I think it was you pointed out, he's the lead announcer on your number one show. And uh, they just drop him like it's nothing. Um, and he was actually a really good wrestler, you know, who wanted to come back. Uh, Mickey James is another one, like a veteran in that women's locker room. And somebody who was primed for, you know, actually having maybe one more big run. Go on.
4: Just go on. They're so directionless, it's laughable. And I, I know we try to be a little bit more diplomatic on this show than maybe maybe sometimes the person's deserve. But it's just... Nothing makes any sense, and I don't like it. And I'm I'm sad, and the giraffe is sad, and I'm I'm tired. So's the Yeti. The giraffe is sad. the Yeti is sad. Meditating Yeti, the Medi. Still needs an animal of some kind.
13: I've got too many. <laughs> He's got, the I've got too many. Oh my god. He'd got the
12: caller.
10: Oh, yeah. That was true. Obviously, you don't want to see anybody lose their job, but, like, you know, we were talking a couple weeks ago about all the names that they could have released uh, who do significantly less, once again, than almost everybody that they released. I have literally just said that the Iconics coming out at WrestleMania after Billy Kay got eliminated would have been one of the pops of the night. I still feel like it would have been. Where do things they go missed wrong? On that. Yeah, when 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 talent like that goes away, you know, you know something's not right.
13: Uh, it's crazy. I, I, some of those cuts I would have never dreamed would have happened with them. Samoa Joe, Mickey James.
10: It's a shame.
4: It's it's just a shame.
10: You know what? It's not Ray.
4: It's not.
12: All right, quick.
4: No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
10: another another quick hit I wanted to mention, the ratings. Uh, obviously, we were talking about that. The, I think like two out of the last three weeks I made the bold statement that AEW without competition maybe could start to rival Raw. I think they got a, a 1.1 this week or a 1.2 without NXT against them. Uh, now, Raw, I looked at it. Uh, they're getting around a 2. And uh, they've gone as low as a one six one seven, I believe. So it's feasible, but you're still talking about a half a million people. So probably not this year, right? I, I concede defeat on that end. Uh, I thought there was really a chance.
4: I mean, I'm not saying that it's impossible. Uh, I I I'm pretty clearly on the record saying I don't think that's impossible. That's impossible. That this year, yeah. We <laughs> feel English dead impossible. Uh, um. I, it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next over the next year. I don't know. The, the thing is, WWE goes out of its way to try to lose this ratings battle. The only thing they really have going for them at this point is that AEW just doesn't seem interested in capitalizing on anything. So, no. I'm like,
3: all right, gang worse. You know, that actually
10: reminds me, I saw an interview with, um, well, I don't remember who it was, but it was somebody with AEW, and they were talking about why there's so many gangs in AEW. And they said that it's just the easiest way to get everybody on TV, but the fans seem to love it. Well, do the fans love it, or do they just do it so the fans have to put up with it, because it's the only alternative
12: to
4: WWE, really? (laughs) I think it's a little both.
12: Do they love it, really? I think
4: there's... I don't – look, I think there is a lowest common denominator of fan that genuinely does love just the endless factions. Uh, I hate all that. I have have no need for it. I don't want any of it. Um, As far as I'm concerned, the last time any of that was even remotely interesting was the Heenan family. (laughs) Yeah. They were – but, but like so I, I don't even. But I think there's, I think there is a certain a LCD fan that that likes that. I think it's not as many as they might like to project that it is.
10: He, here's where it wouldn't have worked though, and here's where E.W. goes wrong. Imagine the Heenan family being pitted in a series of backstage brawls against Jimmy Hart's family.
4: Well, that wouldn't have worked at all.
12: Not, not
10: in the slightest.
12: Oh, wow. Well. Now
10: you throw in Slick and his three guys running around like Tez. <laughs> it doesn't work. You can have factions, but the factions need to fight against, like, one or two good guys. The only reason factions – the only reason that – well, factions exist – Stroke, correct me if I'm wrong. In my opinion, the best ways that factions work are either a bad guy group where they're always strength in numbers or – a really popular good guy group trying to take down another large group.
13: Pretty much. I
3: mean, that's
10: the only way it works, in my
7: opinion.
3: But in AEW, it's like if you're not – if you don't got
10: colors, you're in trouble. The like Christian said no to uh, Taz, and I was like, oh, that ain't good, Christian.
4: <laughs> you're,
10: you're on an island under your own now. This yeah. is true. So anyway, that, that's my thoughts on that. But I mean, listen, it's nice to have an alternative, and it was really great to see Mike Tyson actually. I thought he brought a lot to the program last week
13: in AEW. So I'm yeah.
10: I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay. How about
13: that punch on Cash Wheeler? Woof!
10: <laughs> oh man!
13: Insane!
4: <laughs> Insane! Yeah. Uh,
10: so anyway, uh, I think we're going to get out of here early this week. I mean, it just it's just the way. Things seem to be. I, I, I think we pretty much exhausted the topics and everything, and it's not looking like Derek's going to make it, but it was really great to uh, talk with all you guys here tonight. Ray, did you have anything you
4: wanted to uh, plug on the way out? No, I do not. Peace and love, and I will see you guys next week. Thanks yes,
10: definitely. Me. Thank you so much. Sarah and, and Stroh. Stro, my friend. going to be a nice, easy early night tonight, which probably means I'll be up until 4 in the morning. But uh, yeah, so us in, man. Uh, what, what do you got going on?
13: Well, just a reminder: it's Thursday night at 9:00 p.m. Eastern Time on WCWnation. dot com. We'll be a WCW Retro Podcast, and we'll be just talking and discussing the Midnight Express and their career. So that should be really fun to dive into. Very cool. And then Friday night on my sci fi horror show, The Strow Zone, at midnight Eastern Standard Time. At facebook.com slash the maestro, the, the feature will be tormented from uh, So please tune in.
7: Very
1: nice.
10: Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the In the Room this week, part of the VOC Wrestling Nation. Uh, don't forget to go to VOCNation.com and check out all the great live and on demand content that's available each and every day of the week, courtesy of VOCNation.com. We're talking about stars like Phil After, Ken Resnick. Shelly Martinez, of course, our very own Stroh Maestro. Uh, (coughs) Wes Drisco. Vince wouldn't like me. Uh, (laughs) Wes (laughs) Frisco. Manny Fernandez. Lots of great stuff. Be sure to check it out on uh, com. And thank you guys all for the support here tonight. Um, (coughs) Thank you to all the callers. Thank you to the test crew I could ask for. Kathy Stroh, Derek, Ray, Matt. Uh, all you guys, just, just top notch, incredible. And I, I love it each and every week. It's like my favorite night of the week as far as having fun. You know, just kicking back and chilling with you guys. Uh, so thank you for that. Be sure to check out VOC Nation on social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, don't forget to go to YouTube, search for us. Go to premium.vocnation.com and check out all the great, uh, kind of premium content that's available for subscriptions as low as $3 a month which is a really great deal if you think about it including uh, advertisement free full versions of, and I'm talking audio and video of uh, the most popular shows on DOC Nation so be sure to check that out and uh, thank you everybody for the time I will be out on, in Morganville, New Jersey on May 1st the ECWA Super 8 Tournament if you can't be there live be sure to check us out on IWTV that's the 25th edition of the Super 8 Tournament I'll be there call in the action with J and Kelly uh, Primo from Ring of Honor. Be sure to check that out. And uh, thank you guys so much for the time tonight. It's been an absolute pleasure. I love you all very much. Take care these days, and we'll talk to you real soon. Bye-bye.
12: Goodbye.